welcome to the Irish Life Podcast. Today, Martin Duffy chats to Kate Connor about Claims 2020, which was a very unusual period, with some claims numbers reducing on the previous year. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Irish Life Podcast. I'm Kate Connor from Irish Life Brokerage, and I'm talking to Martin Duffy, our Head of Protection Claims, about the claims that we paid out in 2020. Martin, I've been watching you do claims updates for many years now, and I would have said that one thing that's always consistent is that the number of claims, by and large, goes up. Um, So overall, it increases over time. And I suppose I wanted to talk to you about 2020 because it's the first time that the claim story has taken an unexpected turn in terms of the numbers we usually find predictable moving in in a different direction. And in fact, I read an article you wrote recently where you said there were two big claim stories from last year, which we couldn't have predicted in January of 2020. Can you tell us briefly what those two big stories were? Yes, of course, Kate. We're normally used to the volumes of claims that we pay going up every year. So during 2020, we had an unusual year in that the volumes of claims paid for both debt and specified illness cover reduced on the claims that we paid in 2019. So that was one claim story. The second was COVID-related debts that we paid during 2020. So 4% of our overall debt claims were COVID-related, 68 COVID-related claims paid in 2020. And when you bear in mind in October 2019, we didn't even know about COVID, let alone that it would get to be 4% of our claims paid uh, during 2020. For debt claims, uh, we paid 15% less debt claims in 2020 than 29. And on specified illness cover claims, we paid just over 20% less than we did in 2019. Why is that, I suppose we might ask? It's probably a variation of things. Uh, First of all, if you remember during lockdown in 2020, people were afraid to go out, people didn't go to see their GPs or didn't go to A&E departments. Uh, And that obviously resulted in less uh, events happening that that triggered a claim. And equally, all of the national screening programs were closed for large parts of 2020 as well. Things like cervical screening, mammogram screening, those sort of state-sponsored screening programs had essentially stopped for most of 2020. Would you anticipate, Martin, that those claims, because I've, I mean, it is really a bit unexpected. I know when I saw saw them coming through, I was quite surprised to see the reductions. Would you expect those claims to feed through maybe this year or in 2022 or, or, or what way would you, would you anticipate that will go? I suppose if you see sick claims down by 20%, the reality is some of those events are likely to happen again at some point in the future. I mean, things like heart attacks being down 20%, it's not that they won't happen, it's just that it'll be delayed and be diagnosed at some point in the future. Uh, And similarly with things like angioplasties, uh, they're very significantly down as well, and they'd expect to have sort of a catch-up effect, but that may take many, many months uh, into 2021 and possibly into 22 before all that catch-up happens. And Martin, was there anything about the sick claims in 2020 that particularly surprised? I mean, I know the numbers going down was a surprise, but was there anything else that really surprised you about the claims in 2020? Yes, yeah, so as I said, overall claims were down uh, over 20% for, for specified illness cover claims. But in some of the conditions, they were down even more, and that was really amazing. So angioplasties were down by 55% in terms of claims that we paid. Uh, and even more amazingly, strokes were down by 40%. 
Now, a stroke is a stroke and it's a very serious event and people should be going to hospital uh, as a matter of urgency. And yet the volumes of those were reduced by 40% during 2020. And it was really hard to understand that. And I'm not sure we have an actual understanding of, of exactly what happened and probably won't for maybe many months or maybe even a year or two to come. It's so surprising, isn't it? It's just uh, such a strange thing to notice. I know even when I saw the figures coming through, they, were, they, 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 they do stand out, 40%. When you say, we'll move on now to death claims, when you say that 4% of death claims paid out were for COVID-related claims, that's another thing that's very noteworthy, isn't it? Yes, uh, 4%, 68 claims uh, were for COVID-related deaths during 2020. Most were on older lives who had an underlying health condition under plans that were in force a very long time. But nonetheless, they were sort of unexpected or early deaths. For something that we hadn't heard of 12 months ago, it's 4% is, is quite a significant number. What was the big headline number overall in relation to claims from last year, from, from 2020? Um, and can you give us a bit of detail around that, please, Martin? Yes, of course. For both retail and corporate, uh, we paid out uh, 272 million in protection claims to almost, almost 7,000 individuals and families in Ireland during 2020. In the retail side, we paid 166 million to just over three and a half thousand uh, individuals and that was roughly at three million a week and if you look the claims team paid just over 83,000 every single working day in claims during 2020. Every day we would have paid probably two, three, two to three sick claims and six or seven death claims. The, the, the strange and amazing thing really is that just over half our claims, 51% were for living benefits where 49% were actually death benefits. So it shows the value of life insurance, not just to protect against death, but to protect against uh, unexpected and sudden illnesses and medical inability to work. So the team do what is a very important job for us. It's the most important point really for us, isn't it, of contact with, with the customer, with the end customer, um, if they do have to make a claim, if the worst happens to them and they get sick or they are bereaved. And it's a very you know, tricky time for anybody to be working and the team are all working from home and uh, carrying on as normal. But how do you keep the focus on and how do you keep morale up at this time within the team, Martin? Great question. The team moved from 100% working in the office in March 2020 to 100% working from home after mid-March 2020. So it was a huge change. All of the team are very experienced. They're all professionally qualified. They understand the importance of this moment in truth when a claim happens in somebody's life, be it a specified illness claim or a debt claim. And we want to do our very best for customers when something unfortunate happens to them or their families. And we also want to support, support and all the stakeholders that, that we work as part of in a time that was very, very difficult. Ultimately, we want to do the most professional job we could during 2020. Well, thanks very much for chatting to me today, Martin, about the claims of 2020. It's always interesting. Certainly a different story to the one you and I usually, uh, our usual annual chat on claims. Uh, it's been a bit of a different year, but I do appreciate you chatting to me today. Not all, it was great to talk, Kate. Thank you. Irish Life Assurance PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. 